Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of It's Worth Living. We would like to thank our um, listeners for tuning in. Um, and to our new listeners, um, we'd like to welcome you to It's Worth Living. Just wanted to let all of you know that um, without you being um, a part of this episode, we would not be here. And so we just want to thank you all and continue listening, um, continue sharing. And we hope that the message that we put out will be um, beneficial, not only for yourself, but others that you meet along the way. Um, we have a special, um, as all our episodes, today's a special episode. As you know, um, as we started with Esquire Living, myself and Pete has always tried to incorporate health and um, physical health and how food um, is our medicine and medicine is our food and how it helps us. Um, in this walk called life, um, there's, also, there's good and there's also some challenges. And with those challenges, oftentimes, with the right support, with the right team, um, you can overcome and you can get through. And I'm not saying that um, life is always going to come up with things that is difficult, but they will. And if it does, knowing how to um, uh, maneuver um, with the right thought, with the right people around you. Um, today's episode, as I shared earlier, as far as the word life, we wanted to touch on the episode today's life. And experience. And today we have a special guest that um, knows a good deal about life and how when we put the right things in our bodies, how much of a difference it makes. And um, uh, our guest is not um, um, a stranger to um, Atlanta um, or in individuals that come into Atlanta. Um, um, our brother's, uh, he's the owner of Life Bistro. Um, Many people that come here, um, they're always, you know, Life Bistro is always, always a restaurant that's recommended. And so today um, we are privileged to have our brother Issa um, on here um, just to spend some time with us, um, kick it a little bit and, um, and go from there. So brother Issa, Pete and I want to welcome you on this platform. Um, so thank you. Yes, sir. Happy to be here. What's going on, y'all? Just to get started, uh, what uh, brought you, because I know uh, veganism is something that starts to get popular now, but before that, uh, you know, we know it wasn't at one of the populist things. What, what gave you the idea of, you know what, let's do this, and thinking, okay, yeah, this would succeed? Yeah, well, um, you know, I've been vegan for about 10 years, uh, but even, even before I, I went vegan as an adult, I was raised pretty much vegetarian. We we didn't really start eating meat as a family until I um, got to grade school, and even then, uh, we never we never ate red meat. We never ate pork, beef, anything like that. It was always you know a little poultry, fish, chicken, turkey, that type of that type of thing. Um, and then as an adult, I, I kind of after really we're really dealing with some of some health scares of my own when it came to like high blood pressure at a young age and, and having a family history, you know, my grandfather died at 43 of a uh, hypertension. He had a brain aneurysm and uh, he just didn't want to change the way that he ate. Um, even though his, you know, my grandma would try to change up the recipes on him and use healthier foods. Um, he would go next door to the neighbors and still and still find a way to get the collard greens with the, you know, with with with, with everything that they put in in the meat collard greens. I don't know what they put in it, but uh, 
Um, you know, he would go out of his way to get that food and it, it eventually took his life. So uh, for me, you know, I understand that, like how health determinants work and, you know, that puts me at risk if I follow the same the same footsteps in terms of the way that I eat. So I, I try to eat a little a little differently, you know, a, a plant based diet. Um, and after really always wanting to be a chef from a child, from a young child, from about eight years old, I, I knew I wanted to cook. I would cook for my family. Um, and then uh, just from having a couple of jobs working in restaurants and having a couple of managers take me under their wing, show me really the business side. I remember when I was in, in high school, I was I was uh, filing away invoices for all of the purchases that were made in the restaurant. So I got to see a little bit of the behind the scenes of how a restaurant was run. So when the opportunity came for me to uh, have my own restaurant, which was something that I had been wanting for a while, um, I, you know, I couldn't say no. I called up my business partner at the time and uh, I asked him, was he ready to, to get into one of the toughest industries out there? He mm -hmm. said he was ready. You know, he was already in the tough industry uh, in, in, in landscaping. So I'm like, man, if you could do landscaping, I know you could help me run this restaurant. And so uh, we, we, we put our minds together and I, I, I put my, my vision forward of what I really wanted Atlanta to have. And uh, you know, and we came up with Life Bistro. That was that was how that happened. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. How long have you guys been in business? Yeah, we we've been in business for almost three years now. Uh, we started literally uh, one month before the pandemic hit. Yeah, we we started literally one month before the pandemic. At wanting to be the only black-owned fine dining restaurant in the city. Um, I was adamant about not doing to go and no Uber Eats, no apps. Um, but when the pandemic mm -hmm. hit, you know, that really forced us to to change course. So we opened it up. We got an online delivery system. We signed up with Uber Eats, DoorDash, Grubhub. Um, and we and we have a delivery system where you can order directly from the restaurant and get it delivered. So um we we had to we had to pivot just to just to stay afloat. You know, we had to do what we had to do just to stay open. You know, a lot of long nights working there, doing every job, you know, from being the head chef to washing dishes to being a server, a host. You know, you really learn mm -hmm. what you're capable of when you when you own a restaurant. And, um, you know, when you really love the business, it's, it's hard work. But, you know, it's all it's all a lot of love for, for something that that we love to do. So it's all yeah. good. Man, we can actually, you know, I can attest to, um, you know, um, even from the beginning, when you first uh, opened the restaurant, just being able to come in and taste the food. And I can tell our listeners, man, if you haven't um, tried it, um, uh, you're missing out. Um, one thing that you mentioned as you know, we talked about life as an experience. You, Brother Issa, your life has been an experience from the beginning. Um, you're not new to, um, healthy eating. And the good thing, the cool thing is that um, as you, your journey continued, you were able to meet other people along the way to sort of set up um, um, certain things in place for you to where, so that you now have um, a platform, a place that you can share your ideas and um, 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 your love for food um, to many people. Um, and that's, that, that, that's awesome. One of the things that I wanted to touch bases with you is 
um, for your fine dine, um, um, dining food in your restaurant, it's not only plant-based, but there's a part of it that's alkaline as well. So for those in, for, for, for our listeners who, who don't necessarily know what alkaline is, share a little bit about why you incorporated um, some of that in your restaurant. Well, you know, for me, um, I think that I'll start off with the fact that I think that as a as a vegan restaurant in Atlanta or anywhere, you know, I think you have a really important responsibility when people come to a vegan restaurant, they're coming, number one, because they expect the food to be healthier than what they're going to get if they go to a, a restaurant mm-hmm. that's not like that. So for me, it's not just about um, jumping on the trend and selling vegan food because it's the next coolest thing for me is really about serving people health and being an alternative to all of the foods that are making people sick and we want to try to heal people with the food that we have so you know being highly influenced by Dr. Sabi and you know if you haven't heard of Dr. Sabi definitely definitely look him up um, but he, he really has almost become a household name uh, in the health community and, and beyond that. But basically he, he taught us before he passed that, uh, that alkaline foods, foods that were natural to this world, that weren't man-made, that weren't created by hybridizing different foods, all of those natural foods to this world, they're going to have an alkaline um, pH balance, which means that it's a pH of seven or above. Anything below that is going to have an acidic content to it which anytime we eat something that is acidic, it creates acid in our bodies. And the acid in our bodies then creates mucus. And that mucus is where diseases latch on to and find a, a place to dwell. So the, the idea that Dr. Sabi gave us was that if we're able to um, get rid of all of the mucus from our diet, then we can get rid of all of the disease. So. We do have an alkaline-only menu. Um, it's a few items on there. Uh, some of our favorite dishes can be made alkaline just by simply substituting a few things. So we put an alkaline-specific menu on the menu for those people that choose to to eat alkaline. It's good to have that option because a lot of uh, a lot of time people would go to uh, restaurants, for, uh, you know, and they would want something and they, they don't have the option to substitute or change based on their, I guess, um, the thing that they want or their, their desires. Uh, so it's good that you have that option there so that, you know, hopefully the audience not only will come visit, but they'll do some research and figure out what they would want based on taste and all that stuff. Uh, exactly. They can, they can hopefully enjoy the moment there, not just the food, but the atmosphere as well. Do you plan on expanding, like going to different states? Because for travelers, um, and I do travel quite a bit, so I, if I if I like a restaurant, I kind of stick with it. So wherever I go, I look up to see that places. Is that yeah. something you're hoping to do in the near future? So, so um, if somebody likes that brand or that brand, get it anywhere. Well, uh, I would say we definitely want to start out with expanding in Atlanta first. Okay. Uh, we're located in southwest Atlanta, so we want to get at least one more location in the city of Atlanta or maybe somewhere on the outskirts um, before we move to another city. And I, I do think we I do see ourselves in the three three year plan mm-hmm. uh, being in another city. We just got to figure out which city is, is the right city for us. You know, um, we're not greedy people like r- running a restaurant is a hard industry. 
You know, I told my business partner, I'll be cool with one more like Bistro in Atlanta and one more outside of the <laughs> state of Georgia. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like I'm, I'm not really... I'm not trying to get like 30, 30 life bistros, you know, across the across the world. Like, um, but but we are we are playing around with some other restaurant concepts as well. Though. So okay. stay on stay tuned for what that next restaurant may be. It may not even be a life bistro. Um, but but it'll uh definitely be inspired by some of the same things that have inspired life bistro. So yeah, that that's coming soon. Just uh you know, we don't know exactly where it's going to be and when, but be on the lookout for that. I could see that happening in the next year. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was going to be my next question as far as expanding, not only in the um, food um, um, aspect, but man, we're going to look forward to that. Um, and uh, uh, definitely, definitely. One sure. thing I wanted to ask you, Brother Issa, is um, opening a restaurant, you know, your business partner. Um, we know that anytime we start, um, anything that we have a passion for. When waking up every day, what is that one joy that you find when you walk into those doors? And um, what drives you? What keeps you going? What's that joy that you see? What's that that, yeah. that, that keeps you going? Well, I, I would say, you know, I love to cook. You know, I, I consider myself a, a vegan chef. Um, not just a vegan chef, but a chef, uh, period. Um, but more than cook, more than my love for cooking food is my love to eat food. Like I'm, I'm a real foodie. Like when I go to any state or city, like before I look up the excursions and you know where the where the popping part of town is and where the clubs are, and where all that kind of before I'm doing any mm -hmm. of that, I'm looking up restaurants, you know, and I'm trying to find where are the fine dining restaurants. I'm looking for a particular quality of food. And um, I, I really enjoy that experience. So to be able to create that for other people and even to be able to create it for myself, it's kind of like a surreal moment uh, because it's just something that I love to do so much. What's that one thing that you think like, what, what are some of the, if there's any challenge, what are some of the challenges you've faced so far within the last few years that you have been in business um, or just, you know, just the, the idea of um, preparing and cooking for people, what are some of the challenges you face and how are you able to overcome um, through those difficult times? Yeah, I, I think the, the the biggest challenge is staying consistent. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not because to create a good experience for someone, it's not really that hard. You know, you, you, you go through your list of, of things that's supposed to happen. You do them A to Z. You check the box and you pretty much, you know, you did your job, but um to be able to maintain a consistent experience for every single customer that comes in the door uh that that is has been the biggest challenge for us as business owners so it's something that we're constantly working on we're constantly coaching our staff and we're constantly finding new systems like you really can't get comfortable you know this is a fast moving world that we live in so you know an idea that you came up with a year ago that, that seemed like a great idea. Like that, that idea might get outdated in six months. So, you know, just, just being open-minded to things, always meeting with my A team, which is my business partner and, and our head chef and GM general manager, you know, as, as long as we are all on the same page and we communicate with each other um, and, and we communicate with our next in, in command, 
uh, that's that's how we able to do it, you know. But definitely staying consistent is to me is is the one thing that has like the most positive impact if you can do it right, mm-hmm. and it can have the mm-hmm. the most negative impact if you can't do it do it right. And I think it, that that's important because I you know what came to mind just now, Cleveland brother, he says you know with the pandemic, it kind of threw everybody off. Like what was next? How are we going to maneuver around it? Um, but the fact that you said that uh, it wasn't just you, but you have a team. You guys come together. You guys, you know, you're able to communicate, um, bounce ideas off one another, and try to figure out what's the next best thing, not only for yourselves, your families, but also for the business aspect. Because at the end of the day, you know, uh, you're not just representing yourselves, but you're representing like it's, it's an entity. You know what I mean? And, and like it's, it's your name on there. And so you want to make sure that whatever's out, um, yes, I'm the owner. I have my partner with me, but hopefully everyone else on that's part of the team, they know that they have a they have a, a work to do, and knowing that their work is not in vain. So that's awesome. I, I was actually going to ask, what is the one thing you you would like to tell the audience as far as health and healthy food, and you know, moving forward, not just yeah. to think about you know their body, but in general when they are choosing a good place to eat. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, honestly, um if I had one thing to push to encourage people to do is I would say when you're looking for vegan restaurants, if you want to eat like me, if you want to eat the way I eat when I travel, um when I, the one thing I look for when I'm looking for a good vegan restaurant is I'm looking to see if they're making food from scratch. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you know, it don't matter if it's alkaline if it's, you know, if it's, if it's vegan, if it's, you know, if whatever type of restaurant it is, like, if they're not making nothing from scratch, then to me, I'm like, you know, I'm not really getting to, to experience something new that a chef inspired that I can really find out what was this chef going for and have that artistic experience. So um, if you want to eat like me, look for places that cooking food from scratch um, you know, and, and that type of creativity, um, creating new flavors and new textures from raw ingredients. Like that's the one thing that I love. And that's the one thing that we're going to always do at Life Bistro or any other vegan restaurant concept that we come up with. So, uh, look for those from scratch restaurants. And then at the same time, you know, you know, give give a little grace because when they when they're cooking everything from scratch, it's different, man. Things take a lot longer. Uh, we've gotten a lot better with our with our ticket times because it's really for us. It's not really about speed; it's about the quality of the food. Um, but yeah, man, look for those from scratch kitchens and uh, try those out any city you go to. You won't be disappointed. Sounds good, and I hope the audience really took notes and learn something from this episode and definitely go out and visit uh visit life bistro down in atlanta i mean where would you like them to find you both social media yeah. and your address yeah you can hit me up on social media at life bistro atl uh, my personal one is atl underscore vegan and um we're also online www.lifebistroatl.com that's where you can order uh, straight to the ordering page if you want to order food or if you just want to read up a little bit more about our company and how we got started. That's also on the website, on the website too. Sounds good. Uh, hopefully the audience is not just taking note, but you are planning to go visit uh, Issa at the 
at the at the Life Bistro in Atlanta. And we were very happy to have you. Thanks again. We want to remind everybody, as as usual, you are remarkably made. I am remarkably made. We're all remarkably made. And therefore, it's worth living. All right. Thank you very much. I'll see all right, y'all. Thank you, brother. Peace.